Hello everyone and welcome back to Morning Shots. As we all know on this channel, we quite like communities, well, doing it together to fix their, well, communities because the national government doesn't really know how to do so. Today we are talking to Tidy Towns. Tidy Towns is an organization that wants to do exactly this roughly in Durban South. So with us is Stephen. Stephen, hello. Welcome to Morning Shots. Morning, morning guys. So Stephen, there is a... In Excuse me. So, Stephen, there is a documentary out that we're going to link down below. Byron and I both watched it. We both love what you're doing. Where on earth does the term and idea for Tidy Towns actually come from? So, it was actually an idea born by uh, Reg Horn, uh, a retired guy that moved down here a few years ago. And uh, he had a look at what was going on at St. Michael's Beach. So, St. Michael's Beach was the very first pilot beach that this all kicked off. And it was because of the the behavior of beachgoers and uh, people from out of town and the way they were drinking in public and carrying on and then throwing bottles and we had broken bottles on the uh, on, on our parking areas and that. So he just saw a need to stand up and get like-minded people together, which he did. And he called a meeting and that's where it all started, eh? Byron? Have you got a, another question? <laughs> it's just a bit yeah. delayed on the feed, Ramon. Yeah, no, I know that. But it, it records through, not to stress. Yeah, that's no, fine. Yeah, so obviously that I watched your documentary, and it's very interesting. There's a couple of actual key points in there I actually thought that you could flesh out and talk to us about. So one of the things that uh, is said in the documentary is that whilst the town is going into decay, the beach is still there and it's still beautiful. And so what you want is you want people to come back to your town. The other thing you said is, well, we either fix the town or we immigrate. So there seems to be a degree of anti-immigration through your message and keeping your own community and your own town going. Tell me a bit about that, if you don't mind. So, Byron, it's very easy. Um, you can either be a part of the solution or you can leave to greener pastures, which is obviously the easier of the two. However, I grew up here, so 31 years in a beautiful place where I've seen it be at its prime and I've seen it uh, go through what I call local social decay. And um, I'm a part of um, the uh, reinstatement of this beauty. And, uh, you know, Tidy Town is a funny concept. It's, it's such a simple thing. And one of the key words is uh, kissed and has been used around the world quite often. And it's keep a simple stupid. So it's the small things, you know, uh, when Reg and I got together and we initially met with the law enforcement guys because that's where we really started and we told them what we wanted to do and that we needed their help. Um, we got buy-in from them. Um, so Safisa Ntaku, he is chief of the um, local law enforcement over here. And we told him what he wanted. And uh, he wanted exactly the same for his uh, son. He's also growing up over here, you know. So... You know, you've got, to, you've got to isolate the idea of just leaving and leaving it for other people to actually get on and do it. There are so many good people out there, guys, that if we all hold hands and we work together, the problem in South Africa is we kind of leave it up to this idea that government needs to do their job. Well, they haven't, and they're not going to, and they don't have the resources to. So we need to, as civic, um, uh, as, a, as like a civic pride, come together, work together, and together we can do so much more, which is another uh, slogan and phrase that we use. And we've proved it here on the South Coast. So if you go to our Facebook page, Tidy Town, Shelly Beach to Margate, you'll actually see right from the inception, 
that we have brought in all walks of life, every single ethnic um, background. And, you know, the one common denominator that we have is it's good versus evil. That's what it really is. It's the good people versus the people that want to dirty, um, get drunk, uh, break down things. And, and that's as easy as that. And if I, if, I take, if I take you through the whole thing, so when we started at St. Michael's, we had 11 car guards. Let's call them car guards. Now, remember, to be a car guard in South Africa, you need a PASIRA registration. So you can't just decide one day, oh, no, you're going to be a car guard. Because if something happens to you, you're not trained. You're putting yourself in danger. So at St. Michael's Beach, those so-called car guards were also the local distributors of uh, drugs. So they were also the car washers. So we interviewed these 11. Now, Rich Horn's background and Joffrey Hannaway's background was law enforcement, was security. So they come from a security background. Joffrey being an ex-co-director of Mesa Security, which is a privately owned security company on the coast. And Rich owns... Whistleblowers International and Justicia Investigations. So, you know, he, these are these are well rehearsed guys with this sort of thing. And they did an interview with them, with these 11 uh, operators at St. Michael's Beach. And out of the 11, uh, these guys were all murderers, sex offenders, um, housebreakers. All of them were in for something, whether it's petty or not. Eventually, we, we narrowed it down and we actually found six out of the 11 that were willing to cooperate. And we explained to them, guys, what do you earn? Why are you sleeping in the bushes? Why aren't you going back to your homes? And it was quite easy. And this is what we need to do as a society. You need to find out the cause. Once you know the cause, then you can put a plan together to rectify and fix the problem. The cause was, out of season, these guys were earning between 10 and 30 rand a day. They had to decide between a taxi ride home for 30 rand or do they stay in the bush and go buy food now any human being will say you're going to stay in the bush and you're going to go so what we said is guys we've got a foolproof plan we will put a tips tips book at the local restaurant sea barley and marcus the owners marcus bench the owner of sea barley uh, i think you saw him on the documentary that you watched he's vested he's involved he's done so much for that beach and that's where it all started. So we went back to basics. We said, guys, let's play soccer 50-50. We don't want to chase you away. We want to give you something to be proud of. And we said, right, in the morning from 6 o'clock until 10 o'clock, you give us your time. We're going to give you spades. We're going to give you wheelbarrows. We're going to give you things. And we're going to do the basics. So what we did is we started with the real basics, guys. It sounds so stupid, eh? We started cutting the lawn of our beaches. We started edging the paving. We started to take the overgrown grass back. Our benches we paved around and we created this neatness. And this is where my slogan, clean makes clean, comes from. If you have people that see a clean beach, that see dustbins that are being serviced, they, they are more likely to put rubbish in that bin than drop it next to their car because they're going to feel out. So that's that good and bad aspect again. They, want, they don't want to be humiliated. No person likes to be humiliated. So we started with that, and you won't believe it. Within the first two, three weeks, we were getting comments on our page. Guys, we can't believe the difference at St. Michael's. By doing the basics. So there's, there was a yearning for this upgrade, this, this let's take our town back. And the problem that we found is that we, it was actually out of towners that were really breaking down our areas 
and using it as like a jaw every single weekend. So these guys went from earning 30 rand a day out of season to averaging 150 rand a day. And on top of that, the tips that were left at Sea Bali were being split amongst them. So we as Tidy Towns didn't take any of the money as the, the, the founders or what we call the, um, we the drivers. So we're not known as CEOs and directors. We are the drivers at a beach. So each beach has got a driver. Marcus and Reg are the two drivers at St. Michael's. Uvango Beach has got Reg and Joe Ellen and Joffrey. And then Lucien and Margate Beach has got myself and Scott Carlsworth. And then Shelly Beach is Chris Corston. So we started out there. From there, there was this massive call. Okay, guys, well, you've done that. You've renovated St. Michael's. We're putting new pipes, guys. We did new pipes. We renovated the tidal pool. This is all out of donations and people's expertise that work together with us. And this is where Tidy Towns are so powerful and so beautiful. If you are a vested businessman in an area, especially in our area, because we've only got one industry and that industry is tourism, you can't help but want to get involved and leave a better tomorrow for your children. So I grew up going to Margate Primary, and I could tell you now, Margate was the best holiday destination probably in South Africa. It was one of the most well-known, it was affordable, and our beaches are still the very best, uh, um, bar none in, in South Africa. I've traveled Mexico, I've been to the Maldives, I've been everywhere, guys, and I can tell you right now, we've still got the best uh, beaches, the best climates at an average temperature throughout the year of 17 degrees and the warmest water. So, I mean, we've got to Those are fighting words. Those are fighting words. If you speak to Byron, Jeffreys Bay is the way to go. Margate, Mary In the Eastern Cape. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so these are some right. things. Then when we got pulled into the next beach, it was Shelly Beach. And then we had a different element. We had real drug sales and dealers and uh, um, sex workers all congregating down at the ski boat base, Shelly Beach ski boat base. And we went in there with a dog unit. We went in there with law enforcement, with SAPS, Port Shepston. And we took 22 vagrants in one morning out of the bush. We removed out of that same bush. And if you go back to Tiny South Shelly Beach to Margate Facebook page right to the beginning, you'll see all these photos. We pulled out five eight-ton dropside truckloads of rubbish and refuse. Well, so just, so just, to, so just to interject there, so I have actually done law enforcement. I am actually a law enforcement officer. And I have actually been to those bushes in those areas and pulled people out. So I know it's very surprising to the average individual when you drive past them, especially beach bushes, and you look at the individuals, you generally tend to think, well, there's nothing in the bush, except when you actually yeah. get in the bush, there's, a, there's some serious movement going on there. You know, people living under the undergrowth and making little tents and places. And it's funny because sometimes you actually see it at night, right? I mean, you can see like the little fire underneath the bush and you like, and you sometimes wonder like if, if that if that spreads, like you've got massive problems for all the houses there. But hey, the, given one thing, at least it doesn't seem to spread most of the time. So yeah, I, I, I sympathize with, with everything you're saying there. The, the one thing I'm curious on is you, you said... To quote you, you said, you did this so that people didn't leave to greener pastures and an easier life. But it's our contention, Ramon and Mo, that sometimes it's not greener pastures and it's actually not a bit life. 
lot of people think they're going over to something better, but us both having traveled, and I lived abroad for a very long time, you don't generally actually think that the quality of life in some other countries is actually better. Now, you rightly point out, Margate is historically known for its beaches and its holiday town. So in terms of regeneration in your town, all the initiatives, what has it done in terms of tourism for your town? Is there a noticeable increase or improvements in tourism? So, Byron, yeah, thank you. Um, uh, you see, this is where the goosebumps start. So in 18 months, this year we were the KZN Town of the Year for Quella, Cakenet, Dorkfront Yard, and we went into the finals. And if I can tell you, if you go into our social media page, you guys are social guys uh, with social media, so you'll know. In 18 months, to amass 17,000 followers is no small feat. Um, add to that, we have opened up Tidy Towns for Chepston, Tidy Towns Sea Park to Banana Beach, Tidy Towns Pennington, Tidy Towns Amenzum Toti, Glen Ashley, Coxstead. We have now got Tidy Towns Glenmore Beach, Tidy Towns Port Shepston is, uh, sorry, Port Edward is in the uh, uh, in the pipeline. And just last week, I did a talk to tie to the Buffalo City Municipal guys, as well as some guys that were down here on a surf event that we hosted. And they were actually, I had to talk to the whole municipality, all the heads of departments, and we are setting up a tiny towns, uh, Buffalo City, Nahoon Reef, Ganubi, and can't remember the third one. There's another beach over there. So when you ask me what it, what is the what is the positive feedback mean? A uh, hundredfold. People are getting involved. When I started out in Margate, and I'm going to go to Margate now, I'm going to just give you some background. So let's do Margate because Yvongo is a gem on its own. As you know, it's got a waterfall, it's got a pier, it's got one of the best surf beaches, it's got a tidal pool, it's got a baby pool. That's world class. You, you very seldom get that. But when you go to what I call the Eiffel Tower of the South Coast, which is Margate, you've got an Olympic pool, you've got a tidal pool, you've got a north and south beach, and our North Beach was a blue flag beach, which I'll get to just now. You've also got a baby pool that we all grew up with. You've got a host of restaurants. You've got probably one of the best fishing piers in the country as Margate Fishing Pier. And when you take all of that, it really is an Eiffel Tower. Add to that, all of the body corporates coming on board and where they in the past would say, well, we're paying rates, we're not going to cut the front of our buildings or our verges. Well, now they are. If I tell you we don't have one car guard in Margate 18 months later, not one car guard in Margate town operates because we do not allow it. Because the town has taken it, we've taken as a community our town back. And there's few of us that really, really every single day push on the CPF groups with law enforcement and it's becoming a norm where clean makes clean. Clean attracts clean. And that's what we've seen. Um, if you go and have a look at my video today that I uploaded, you can you can you can take a drive with me through Margate basically, and you'll see my sidewalks. We even go as far as where the curb meets the tar, we edge that. So we get rid of all weeds and little bits and bobs. So going back to it, has it made a difference? Massive. People walk through Margate, people on Margate Beach. Um, and then we have the things that we can't do anything about. And you know, it's all good to sit here and talk about the pros. Well, here's the coins. We've been battling with sewerage like every other town in the south uh, in South Africa, and it's killing us. 
you, we, can, we can do as much as we like, but until our local municipal, municipality, Ugu, come to the party and really make an effort like they have now, there's a 180 million rand sewer upgrade for Margate, which is unbelievable. There's a new uh, re-tarring or surface uh, tarring that's coming through, which has already started in Margate, which is going to be from Port Shepston right the way to Southampton. That's unbelievable. We haven't had that in 25 years. So maybe we have been the spark that has said, well, guys, now the limelight's on us. We're going to have to put back into this community. Because that's how I feel. Because why is it all of a sudden starting to come together? I mean, we do for a promenade upgrade, in my opinion. We haven't had one in 25 years. Knowing that, Steve, watching your video, you make a very important point in, in the Tiny Towns video about including the local law enforcement and the municipality as much as possible. So we've been to, for example, we did a documentary on Orania, and Orania is is very clearly not interested in, in sort of cooperating with any structures of the state. They want to do everything themselves, and it seems to be working for them very, very well. We were actually rather impressed. Down there, the Tiny Town scenario seems to be like Let's all coalesce, all the centers of power coalesce to get this outcome that we all want together. So when you speak to municipal workers or municipal managers in your area, what are their views on what you are doing? Are you taking over from them and they feel worried about that? Or do they actually welcome you and say, are you making my job so much easier? Uh, Roman, very, very good question. You know, I can't comment on Urania. I've got friends that have actually invested in Urania. Um, it's a completely different concept where there you do it for yourself. And I understand that. And you know what? What a wonderful concept. There was a gap in the um, constitution which allowed for it. Good for them. I don't want to live in Aranya. And mm. not many people want to. I don't want to be landlocked. I want to be on the ocean and enjoy a coastal living. And to do that, I have to work with those that have got the authority and the power to give us the authority to do things. Now, I'm going to give you a very simple um, project that we did. So we had one of our main uh, roads going up towards our Margate police station. So it's a main road. I think it's called the R61, if I'm not mistaken. And we had major rains there and a bank collapsed. And off of the road um, on the oncoming side was completely washed away. And we were waiting and waiting. Eventually, we went with a team of engineers, civil engineers, Terrell Krishna from... Um, um, Zanzi LDK. He's a civil engineer. Does a lot of work for the municipality. He's a he's probably one of my best friends, and he is a tidy towner. And he said, "You know what, bugger, let's do it ourselves." And they went to NPC. They went to the people that do the tarring. They got a civil engineer involved. They got an engineer to sign off. And we said to the municipality and the Department of Transport, guys, meet us on site. We're going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to give you a drawing. Give you a plan. We fixed that road. In two weeks, from start to finish, gabions, filtration, curbing, everything. Lines faded, the works. Handovers on our Facebook page, all donated by the locals. So NPC, which is a corporate, came on board, donated all the stone. So if we could put someone on the moon, guys, there's no, oh, we can't. And no, we, we can't do this. Um if you've got people in your communities that are willing to stand up, it's easier to stand up and work with a municipality. Those municipal workers in the beginning thought that we were coming in and that our volunteers that work for us were going to eventually take their jobs. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't the 
That's not what we're here for, guys. What we are here for is we've got one goal, and that's to bring tourism back to the South Coast. Not just Margate, not just Shelley Beach, Uvongo, St. Michael's. From Huberdeen right the way to Port Edwin. That's our breadbasket. That's where all of us make our money. I'm a businessman. I've got an air conditioning company. I've got a clothing factory. I employ quite a few stock, 140 to be exact. I've got a partner in my clothing business, and we have a vested interest in this town. To give you an idea, at one stage, tiny towns across five beaches was employing close to 30 people, and they were working six days a week. Um, if you take that into con consideration, if you take that, we've had about, just this year alone, heavy, heavy rain four or five times where our beaches are totally covered in debris and floating trees and logs and etc. And guys, we don't sit back the very next day, whether it's rain or not, we are on that beach, we get down there and we go pull all of that off the beach and we cart it away and we don't look for any excuse. So we get it done, we don't talk. And that's the change. And that's why I think people know that if they come down to the south coast, they're going to come to a clean beach, they're going to come to an operating uh, beachfront. I mean, there's so much more that I could tell you. It's incredible, actually. Aaron, we on 20 minutes. Any question for me? Yes. No, I think if we uh, continue to go much longer in one, hope that it's going to end up being too long. All right. No, that's fair enough. So, Stephen, last question from me then. If someone wants to join Tidy Towns or maybe import the idea of Tidy Towns across the country, do you have something that can help them to this effect? Absolutely, man. I've done so many teams meetings with people from all over, from Paul, like I said to you, um, Buffalo City, man. We get help, man. We can roll this out. I'm willing to travel if I need to. No charge to anyone. We've got a basic setup plan that we send out to you. You go through it. We can change it for you. We even set up your logo for you. Thank goodness we've got a, a young lady over here, uh, Kate LePan, and she's been so magnificent in getting our, our logos to all our different areas. And we give you tools, you know, and with those tools, uh, we, we even got merchandise that we landed up uh, selling to generate funds because without the volunteers, the volunteers are actually the, the heroes. So rehabilitate, guys, those forgotten people that get 30 rand and have to choose between staying in a bush or going home, help them. Find out their story, and that's the beauty of it. So anyone that wants to get hold of us, can contact me on my cell phone number 082-453-1133 or info at tinytowns.co.za. Go on our Facebook page, send a, a message via Facebook. We're here to help. If we can continue this throughout the country, I really believe that if you have what we call pockets of excellence, man, it just manifests. Uh, just out of what we're doing, we've got what we call the boogie babes. It was a bunch of old ladies over 70 year olds that have been cleaning up along our Lily Krona beachfront for the last seven years with no recognition, no acknowledgement, and our local security company, Wolf, has been assisting them. So there's already those heroes there, you know, you've got to join them. Our, our bank account is linked to the round table, Margate 46s, and let me tell you, without them, we also, we wouldn't have had the platform to do it. We didn't want to get into the whole thing of creating a PTY and we didn't, we didn't do it to generate money. We did it so we can create a vibe on the South Coast where people actually want to get in. And now we've got a verge challenge where we challenge everyone before the next season to clean their verges, clean in front of their businesses. And if you're going to give someone a service on the South Coast, do it as if you're signing your name to it, man, because those people are going to talk and they're going to say, you know what, 
We had such a good experience there on the south coast. Um, go and have a look what Tidy Towns is doing. And we work with NPOs all the time. We've even joined, um, we've, we've had talks with the Litter Boom Project, and we're trying to find common ground where we can work together to clean our rivers on the coast. Uh, Blue flag statuses that we're busy with. Uh, St. Michael's is a pilot status at the moment. Uh, I think we're about five months away from that becoming a permanent blue flag status, and that is on the back of Tidy Towns and the municipality working together. So, guys, whoever wants to come and get involved, I think it's the best thing that I've been involved with, um, and I've been involved with uh, quite a few committees over the past, but this is by far the best committee or best thing that I've ever been involved with. It's really selfless. Perfect, perfect. So, if anyone wants to uh, contact Stephen, everything is linked down in the description. Stephen, thank you so much for your time and explain to us how it works. And all I can say is congratulations. It looks like it's a Thanks. wildly successful thing. And between all of us here at Morning Shots, uh, decentralized civic nationalism certainly seems to be the way to go. So well done. And thank you. for joining Thank us. you very much. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for having me, guys. Have a lovely day. And thank you again. Thank, thank you, sir. Cool. Just, just.